Matt Sullivan here to remind you to stop putting screens on your gutters. Better to schedule a free estimate with the local experts at Gutter Helmet so you stay off the ladder. Visit GutterHelmetIndy.com. With Gutter Helmet, you'll never clean your gutters again. GutterHelmetIndy.com. Are you really okay? Are you okay? Everything's gonna be okay. Are you okay? Are you okay? Yeah, I'm fine. I'm pretty freaking far from okay. Are you okay with this? On the Hammer and Nigel show. Oh, yeah! Uh, I like this first one. Uh, I I saw this, I I immediately thought about you, Hammer. Uh, A Nebraska couple. Cole and Samantha, they like to hunt together. Very romantic. They were out to get a deer. They see a deer. Cole tells Sam to shoot her shot, and boom! They got the big one! And then Cole shoots his shot. He gets down on one knee, next to the dead deer, pulls out a ring and says, quote, We like to hunt, and we like to eat meat. Will you marry me? She says, yes. Are you okay with this? So you're asking me if I'm okay with a guy proposing next to a dead deer carcass. Are you okay with that? Yes, I am 100% okay with this because this is who these people are. There's nothing I hate more than the big, over-the-top, public proposal, like at a ball game, on the Jumbotron, you know, on the basketball court, because all that really is saying is, hey, look at us, everybody. Look at me. This is personal. This is something this couple likes to go out and do. So why not say, let's spend the rest of our lives together doing what you love? This is a personal thing. The fact there's a rotting deer carcass next to them is irrelevant. (laughs) They could be out looking for mushrooms or hiking a trail. It's something that they're into. So hell yeah, man, I'm all in. It's perfect. How did you, your apology kind of went, I'm sorry, apology. your uh, proposal to your wife kind of went sideways, haywire, didn't it? Didn't it kind of so get ruined? Long didn't it? before I discovered Diamonds Direct, I had an engagement ring from another company. Okay. And back then, this is when people still had answering machines. And I specifically told them, this is the engagement ring. Please do not leave a message. I'll come in and check on it to see when it's ready. They left a message. (laughs) Mr. Hammer, your big diamond engagement ring is now ready to be picked up. Guess who got the message? Crystal heard it? Yeah. (laughs) So... So what so what happened then? Were you just like, eh, so do you wanna? <laughs> Did you so then to... <laughs> every single time we went out to just get something to eat. Like if we're going to Applebee's, she thought that was it. If we're going to McDonald's, a Pacers game, she thought that was it. But did she know that you knew that she heard the the message? Like, Not you... until after I had proposed. And then she told me the story. And then she told me why she was so crappy on some of our previous dates going out to dinners and things. That is so where'd you finally do it at? At home in the living room. Okay. Because you know you don't like the public proposal. Right. It's gotta be something personal and from the heart. I want it to be in our house. This is where we're starting our life together. It's where we still live. And yeah. She told me afterwards, oh, by the way. I proposed to uh, Lindsay. She got home from work. She walked into the uh, laundry room, and I had our new puppy, and I was on one knee. And I had you know the puppy in one hand and the ring in the other. She didn't notice the ring. She goes, did Lola take a leak? 
She thought you she were thought, cleaning up the puppy mess. Down, she thought I was down cleaning up poop. And I go, <laughs> uh, n- no, and will you marry me? <laughs> That's fantastic. I don't know if I've uh, ever heard that story. Yeah. Uh, Major League Hall of Famer Andre Dawson wants his hat changed on his Hall of Fame plaque. He wants the Expos off his Cooperstown plaque. In exchange for a Cubs hat, you are uh, Mr. Cubby Baseball Hammer. Are you okay with this? Andre Dawson was my favorite player growing up. I mean, he was the MVP for the Cubs, had a cannon for an arm. Uh, That's when people started doing the salute to him out in the outfield, the Hawk. But I'm not okay with this. Oh, no. Because of Wade Boggs. We can't have nice things. So Wade Boggs uh, is in the Hall of Fame, spent most of his career with the Red Sox, won a World Series with the Yankees. But toward the end of his career, he went to the Rays. And this is when the Rays had just been granted a team. And like part of the contract they tried to whip up for him was, hey, Wade Boggs, we're going to sign you to this new team, but we want you to wear our hat for your Hall of Fame uh, Cooperstown plaque. We'll pay you for it. So Wade Boggs was open to it. Hell yeah, just pay me for it, and you can put whatever hat you want on there. Wow. And then Major League Baseball stepped in and said, no, 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 no. That's not how this works. So because Wade (laughs) Boggs was basically selling access to the Hall of Fame plaque hat, (laughs) Major League Baseball picks it now, so Unfortunately, I agree with Major League Baseball. So wait a minute. So so the hat is whatever team you were last with before you retired. Best known. A best known for so Andre right. Dawson, best known for Expos more than I the mean, Cubs. It's really fifty fifty. Okay. He was a okay. star with the Expos okay. and went to the Cubs. More people saw him play with the Cubs, but it's kind of fifty fifty. You mentioned Boston. Our next story leads us here: a homeless man in Boston arrested for a string of incidents of vandalism that included yanking Paul Revere's headstone out of the gravesite. Lawrence Hawkins was also extremely disruptive while in court. Here is his defense attorney talking about what he is trying to accomplish. My goal is to see to it that he gets the help and services he needs to be stabilized and to see if he appreciates the nature of the charges against him, which he does not seem to at this time. Let's just say that trying to interview him is less than fruitful. (laughs) (laughs) Let's just say trying to interview him is less than fruitful. Are you okay with this, Hammer? That's what people say when they talk to Rob Kendall about (laughs) politics. Uh, Try to get him to say something nice about the Republicans, but it was less than fruitful. Um, you know, I'm okay with this defense attorney because, listen, what's he supposed to do? This is his job, right? Defense attorney is one of those jobs where you know you're going to have some scumbags and you're going to have some weirdos. And I think this guy falls into the weirdo category. Uh, trying to remove Paul Revere's headstone out of the gravesite. He didn't try. He did. Yeah. Yeah. There are some weird people that do this with grave sites. Yeah. When I was at Ball State, uh, we would every year take a trip up to Fairmont, which is probably about 30 minutes away from Muncie, for the big James Dean Festival. Uh, Madonna famously went there one year. And people like chip away at James Dean's gravesite. Just to get a piece of it and take it home to with To get a piece yeah. of it. And like every so often, okay. they have fundraisers to replace the gravesite. It's kind of weird. Who recited these lyrics? Had a little horsey named Paul Revere. Just me and my horsey in a quart of beer. That would be those poetic 
kids from the Beastie Boys. There you go. Impressive. A 12-year-old boy from Michigan was taken into custody after leading police on an hour-long chase in a stolen forklift. <laughs> Here is uh, the police officer talking about the chase. Somebody was driving by one of our schools and noticed a youngster that they thought was trying to steal this piece of equipment. So we sent some units up there to kind of check the area. And uh, sure enough, they saw this big piece of equipment driving on the road. So we were afraid that traffic might actually drive into her to be struck by this very young person driving a vehicle they weren't familiar with. So we were mostly staying with them just to, to keep it illuminated and warn other drivers as well. Are you okay? It seemed like the 12-year-old was very familiar with it. He, he chased. He was chased for an hour. He drove the thing all over the place. I saw footage of this thing. He could have killed somebody. And that's why I'm not okay with this. You let the kid stay on there for an hour? <laughs> like, what if this were an actual bad guy in a high-speed chase somewhere? This was a kid on a forklift. And I understand you don't want to spin him out or crash or hurt the kid, but can't you just pass him on the forklift and just park in front of him? Well, those, those forklifts I think we had a similar story to this about a guy with a forklift that, that led police on a chase. It's hard to stop those things. They're heavy-duty equipment. Those forks in front of the lift, I mean, those could pierce your car and, I mean, potentially kill you. I wonder so, if he was driving with the forks up. Did he know how to use it? I mean, he knew how to drive it, it out clearly. Eventually, figure it out. Yeah. Not you just, that you just start complicated, you just start, I guess. You just start pulling levers, you'll figure it out. You're 12 years old. <laughs> a one-hour chase on a forklift. Even OJ and Al Cowlings are like, man, that's impressive. 